0: the
1: to what's up welcome to this episode from here it's Potable we're finally back after a long break I mean, Hunter was globe trotting. Will was stealing and destroying my Christmas presents. I mean, we had all kinds of all kinds of madness going on. <laughs> not intentionally. Yeah, well, not intentionally. I guess we could have just recorded our conversations at Christmas and put them out as a podcast. But that's true. That you may, Yeah, I, I. You'd have heard Maggie and Blair maybe more than us. But uh-huh. yeah, I, I I made it. I
0: made a back to DFW. Was part of taylor's christmas present and uh the bag happened to fall out of my hand when i was getting out of the car so it's it's on the way to you it's on the way
1: it's fine i i I really it's on it's i (laughs) have no no hard feelings (laughs) um yes but uh yeah hunter hunter was on like all kinds of various tropical islands didn't have internet access couldn't podcast there so we're finally all back with wi-fi um and ready to I don't know. There's been a lot that's going on. We were just we spent half of this Zoom not recording, talking about how we almost killed Jackson Dart. So I guess we could just start there about how awesome the bowl game was. It's been a while. My mom was asking over Christmas, "Where's the bowl game recap podcast?" Well, here it is, mom. We'll talk about the bowl. Oh. Game. <laughs>
0: that's uh, that's impressive.
1: But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, did, what did you think? Just,
0: I mean, it was just, just uh. You know, going into the game, I think my biggest concern was just watching watching them on film. I was like, man, I really kind of think other than maybe UT, probably the best offense we played all year. And maybe as far as like how the offense, that offense played, probably a more cohesive and well-run old machine than what UT's offense is. So was pretty worried that Jenkins was going to probably tear us up for 250 plus. <laughs> Not too many. That's, that's
2: probably exaggerating. No, run? I mean, his and rushing then, total His rushing total was the highest of the whole season besides two lanes running back. So, I mean, he, he was projected to have the second most rushing yards. And the two yeah. lanes, it's like 40 carries a game. I think it was like 140 yards or something.
1: Was it so? I, I mean, I if you would have told me that Tyler Shuck outrushed all of their running backs, like I would have. I, I would have just said no, no, like nope. <laughs> Not, no. You're wrong. <laughs> like that, that's one of the amazing stats. Jackson Dart had more rushing yards than Zach Evans. And like, I just see Zach Evans and, you know, for TCU in my nightmare after that game in Lovick last year. Like, yeah. I mean, it was like, I agree with you. Well. I think they were probably, I think they were the, it's a, like to me, if you, if you do the tier system, like, them, Texas, and TCU are kind of on the same tier. Of like, yeah, I agree. They good against us, but, like, they had, at any moment, like, if, if Quentin Johnson was healthy against us, it probably would have been a little different, healthier. But, either way, I mean, I was... I think I picked on the radio that morning uh forty-two thirty-eight them, you know. I, I thought we might be able to keep up with them, but I thought they just had more firepower than we did. But, I mean, like... I mean, it's been said over and over again, that was just a complete domination. Like the score is not indicative of <laughs> the, how that game went. It's, it's,
0: awful. It's, it's not, a, yeah it's, it's not even, it's not even close. And to me, if you looked at a box score, you would think it was like a really tight, like a blind box score. Like take the quarters out, out of it. You probably would think that was a pretty tightly contested game the whole way through. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So what it really to me comes down to is it, I, I just don't really know a lot of what Lane Kiffin was going for. Or like, I, I guess, I, I don't know what crazy pills he took the morning of the game. So, think, he was just like, okay. I'm going for it whenever I, I flipped out.
2: He just I, didn't care. I had an Ole Miss fan tell me at the game. So it was, it's halftime, okay? And we were kind of, you know, we were beating him. It was almost, you know, it was getting out of hand at that point. And he turns around, he looks at him and he's like, you know, uh Lane Kiffin set told some people to honor Mike Leach he wasn't going to punt in this game. Wow. I was like, all right. You know, what I mean because they faked the punt. Yeah, you know, went... Oh.
1: He froze. And after Oh no. Whatever he said. Oh no. Oh no. I think he's gonna say whenever he comes back. They did they went for it on what, their eleven? It's something crazy. Yes, like they went for it on their eleven. It was mm-hmm. like fourth
0: and. Four. It wasn't a super short one either. It was like fourth and yeah, really five. Exactly. It was one. It, it it was one where when they went for it, I was like, "This is insanity." I was like, yeah. "If you don't get this, like, you're you're just willingly giving away a touchdown at first half, like, and yeah, you're already like not playing super well." Yeah, and so you know, it, it, it's twofold though. One, they had what like four or five fourth and one and twos where they just couldn't. Uh, I mean, they, they, they just couldn't get it because our defensive line was just getting so much penetration. we us just tearing them up. Man.
1: I mean, I knew the game was not going to be what I expected it to be. That first time they went for it on fourth down and miles Cole, like just kind of sunned two of their offensive linemen and then tackled the guy for like a two yard loss. They're running back. He out. gave him like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like that, like there's a guy we have like rarely mentioned all season. And He's making a huge play in the ball. Like, okay, Hunter's back. Uh, we
0: were talking about the uh, Miles Cole going full Javien Clowney on the fourth, first, fourth down.
1: Yeah, no, to me, the reason I thought they were going to like, I, I thought maybe it was a tribute to Mike Leach. I thought Kiffin just thought they were that much better than us. But I mean, like they could go for it. They they got it more tough more often than not, they'd be fine. Because the thing is. Their defense is so fast. Like that's why the score mm-hmm. wasn't more lopsided than it was. Because when the when the field shrunk and they could kind of they could stack the box and kind of control the the back end in the red zone. Like we couldn't really do what we wanted to do. And that being said, you still had Chuck um, miss a wide open Morton for a touchdown on that trick point mm-hmm. should have been six. You had uh Morton completely airmail another trick play that should have been six. And so even though like, to me, their defense is why the score was more lopsided. You still missed opportunities. I will say this too,
0: you know, you know, Zach Kelly. I thought, you know, at times throughout the year was, was a little up and down kind of trying to, you know, I think find his way with the roster and what really kinda of made this offense tick. But what was uh I think what was most encouraging is as we got further down the line, especially the last like quarter of the year, it seemed like he really kind of figured out figured out this offense and how he needed to play call. And in that bowl game, yeah dude was just in his back. Uh, that yeah. that was the best heat play call all year by a large margin, I thought.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I saw people <clears throat> mad about the trick plays it's stupid. They worked. I, they worked. And it's a bowl game. Like that's kind of what you do. And it, and like, yeah, I mean, I thought he was awesome against OU and he, I mean, equally awesome here um, because they, yeah, like th- those trick plays worked and they just straight up missed them a few times. Um, he also, he did the thing, like he, he mixed in the trick plays. He mixed in the, you know, um, the kind of uh, counter-punches, but he also stuck to what worked. Like, he ran Tyler yeah. <laughs> 25 carries. You know, he, he had 10 <laughs> more carries than Brooks. <laughs> Which blows him. my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... It, it, it really blows my mind. He, and, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, what I was going to say, was like the the other thing, and I'm because uh, I, I should have had this box score pulled up, but I'm pretty sure we ran it more than we passed it.
1: Uh, there was 48 yeah, a little rushing bit. attempts and 24, or I guess there were 24, there's 48 rushes and 24 passes. How many attempts did he have? 39. So yeah, 48 rushes, 39 pass attempts, 40, I guess, Morton's airmail on that one that should have been a touchdown. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a great game plan. I, I thought he was hitting all the right buttons. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have, I don't have any notes
0: for him. Yeah. No notes. I agree. Uh, and I honestly, I, I'd say the same for the reader. You know, I, I thought other, I mean, you were giving up some chunk plays, but to me, it's just, they've got some dudes, man. Like, like they have some dudes on the outside, and they have some, and, and a, Zach, Zach a Evans, with, yeah, they have a yes. great scheme.
1: A scheme yeah. that tore you up, The you know, the last game you played.
0: Which is what scared me about that game, because yeah. OU tore you up, and then yeah. this is just, oh, OU on steroids, is what the oh, Ole Miss offense really is.
1: Yeah. Before you started freezing, Hunter, you were talking about that old, that old miss man said he was going to, this was,
2: yeah. I think break. I said it. I mean, he just told me to honor my, I mean, this is just a random guy. It's just a random guy. <laughs> <An unsolicited laughs> <tells him Right. laughs> that to honor my plea, he said he was going to go for it every time. But like, like you said, they weren't, they weren't were like totally insane except maybe the punt. And then yeah. the game got so out of hand, you like had to go for it. So, um, yeah, but it, we just made we made some huge. That was like that game is kind of the the textbook like, um, you know, a couple play, like some of those the fourth down stops, the turnovers. You know, we're getting short field. They gain us by 100 yards, but just those 10, 15 plays that we made were, you know, we made every big play. They didn't make any. Yeah. Except when Campbell does the ball from behind them out of the back of the end zone.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and that's and those are more points that could have easily added to this total. Um, I did I, I, the defensive plan was interesting to me, um, because I think the I think it was almost one of those things where like against OU, I think they were coverage busts, and that was the reason like guys were running wide open. Obviously, against Ole Miss, I kind of think that's what we wanted them to do. Like, I kind of was like, it, it to me, it looked like they are not going to be able to just hand it off and beat us and so if they if they you know, if they can find you know if they can get going through the air fine. but like we are not we're going to get beat by those running backs ex- well, what I, what I, I think though,
0: what I what I think though too I think that's that's the best way to do it because what I always think back to those Baylor offenses under briles everyone thought talked about how they were just airing and out down field that offense was not bad that offense was they were gashing people on the ground and they were just like physically just hammering people. And so the thing that I always remember about, that, about those games was if you could stop them from running the ball, they got a really radical offense, yeah. which is really the exact same thing you tried to do. And, and to me, you know, again, when it got late in the game in the fourth quarter, their run game really started getting going. That's, that's kind of a normal thing in football, especially one that where both teams played as many snaps as they did. Um, and then, too, at the end, you know, you, you got into a little, a little bit of a garbage time situation kind of there at the end, too. So, um, I, I, I thought it was the best strategy. The other interesting thing to me, too, was, and Taylor Craig, i wrong, but I feel felt like we played a lot more zone coverage than we have all year. Like, we played a lot more.
1: Yeah, and I was wondering if that was just because of the, like, the secondary seemed like a weird rotation. Like, I didn't, was was Rayshad hurt? Like, why did Frank he, he had started? to be No, he, he – yeah.
2: I, I think he was. They were – every time he came off, guys were, like, talking to him, trainers, and but – but there was no play where he was injured. And, and I don't think he started. Like, on their first – their first series, it was fried. Yeah. So, was, yeah, I think they were being cautious with him, for sure.
1: Yeah, so I, I think that probably has something to do with it. You had Owens, who was coming back, who hadn't played, like, a ton – after being hurt. So yeah, it, it's it's almost like they just kind of kept it simple. And Ole Miss runs a pretty good scheme, like you know are saying.
2: And they they went real fast too. Yes.
1: Yeah. That is kind of how it out. Yeah. So you kind of have to keep it simple. Yeah. I, what was really nice about that game too is you had moments for like all these guys we talk about <clears throat> that you were kind of gonna miss. Like I thought Krishan played really well, like as he has all season. Um like I thought you know, Muddy had some great moments. He got his pick. Oh, yeah, I was really, really hoping he was going to get a big six on that. Like there was just guys who were like we've enjoyed watching this year. Like have like even even Sirodring. Like he didn't he didn't touch the ball very often, but like he had some vintage like a couple of vintage Sirodring runs to the outside. You know, like they were just it was it was just it was a very satisfying game watch. It, Part of that is because you were just like just kicking this SEC team's ass like it wasn't even close like it was, it was like you brought it the entire game and that that's like the whole Maguire experience so far like yeah, take out the Baylor game it's just like every game we've played we've come out with more intensity we've been the tougher team we've been the one to punch first like it's just it's just nice to, i guess who are you we didn't punch first we kind of i guess the, you got the kickoff return and after that it was ugly for a while but just this kind of, like, you are going to have to kill us because if you don't, we're going to hang around and be there and just can keep going, keep going. Uh, and that game was just kind of a perfect encapsulation of the season to me. Which, which to me,
0: that's the most refreshing thing about, like, watching this football team this year. I cannot remember the last time before, really, but in since Leach was our coach at any point, where we were that team when people, like, see us on the schedule and they just go oh, like, we got to play them this week. And maybe not because you're necessarily that talented or that, you know, you might not be like, they, they're not the better team, but we were just the biggest thorn in everyone's side, played them every week. And mm-hmm. I, it was just so refreshing to finally be that team instead of the team where it's, you know, you put on the the and sex, <laughs> and, you know, high, <laughs> highlights for half a game. So. Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, if anything, we'll Miss... They had the yakety sacks going, you know, more than we did. Um, You know, we were talking about kind of gaining a respect for Jackson Dart because he took a beating. Like Hunter was saying, like, he was at the game, and that backup was warming up the entire
2: Every possession. Yeah, after every single Ole Miss possession, he was thrown on just because He had to be. Dart was, like, hobbling and getting carried off the field. And and he kept coming back. But, I mean, they were – I mean, he looked like – you know, like a major league bullpen scrambling after every one of their possessions. <laughs> I, I, I thought
0: whenever uh, was it in the third quarter? Whenever uh, Hutchings like le- absolutely leveled him. Not when he like, like 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 pile yeah when he pile-drived him. Yeah, yeah. At that, it was after that one. I was sitting here and I was like, look, if I was an Ole Miss fan, not just because I wanted him out of the game, but like if I was an Ole Miss fan, I would have been like, this dude needs to like get like pulled. Like they don't need to leave him in there.
1: And then that, that one, I was saying that the one where he he like flipped up in the end zone and the, the backup had to, you know, go do the two point conversion. And, but even then, like he, he completed some pretty like backbreaking like plays. And like, he had some scrambles, like Hudson card ish scrambles where you think you have them stopped and he kind of just figures out a way to get. And again, that's another time where it seems like in years past that starts like a snowball of, oh, crap. And it just wasn't. Yep. Like, we we kind of took every punch they had and then kept coming back. Like, they, I don't know. I just, it was it was a very, very satisfying watch. I think, Will, you said he watched three times. <laughs> you know,
2: like, that's... I watched it three times. Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, without question, it was the best that our outside receivers had played all year. Yes. And and, Luke and Bradley were just, um, I mean, dominant.
0: In, in particular, particular but in particular, Loick, I saw him flash some things in that game where I was like, whoa. I was he like, where is we, this bit?
1: He flashed what we thought we were hitting out of high school with him.
0: Like he, whenever he took that he took that crossing route, uh in like the first or second quarter, and he took it uh and like he, he evaded a couple guys and he outran a bunch of people for like 30 yards, and I was like, Where is this bit, man?
1: Yeah. I don't you I, I don't really know what to attribute it to. Like Hunter, I don't know if you have any theories. Like it, because Bradley had a big game last year in the bowl game, like and then kind of like didn't like he was he was good this year, but he wasn't kind of what we expected going in. And then and, like it's not like Ole Miss is bad. Like they've got guys in the secondary who are gonna get drafted, you know, who played. And so I, I don't I don't really know what to attribute them just coming out of it. I mean you you hear that they had good weeks of practice, but I didn't see anything different scheme wise that maybe it was just more connection with Shuck. I don't know. But it I mean it was awesome to see. I don't know, Hunter, if you have any theories on why. No, I
2: mean we, we seem to be just throwing it to him a lot, a lot more. <laughs> maybe it's that simple. <laughs> Earlier in the year that was kind of you were throwing more to the inside guys and tight ends. And that I mean they were just getting a bunch of targets. i I have no idea if it was something we were doing versus what they were doing, or if we just kinda of changed Philosophies in terms of throwing it to them. But I mean, like, yeah, they were, they couldn't be covered. They, they could cover either one of the outside guys. Maybe part of it too is Lowick was banged up for quite a bit of the year,
0: kind of up and down.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Donovan wasn't. Yeah. But we, but we were pushing buttons all year. I mean, there were, there were games where Cleveland and Sparkman got majority, got snaps over both of those guys. Yes. Yeah. Now Cleveland's gone, right? Or will be gone and, I, I haven't heard from Spartan. I'd be surprised if he sticks around.
1: Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, but
2: yeah, I mean, I,
1: I think it's easy, like a message was sent, you know, either inadvertently or or on purpose that like these are our guys. You know, like Loic and Bradley are going to be the outside guys. Who, so if, if you you know, if you don't like that, find somewhere else to play. But yeah, you don't. You didn't really hear much from the slots, um, the tight ends. Like I was trying to look. Um, Teeter had a catch. Is that the only tight end that had a catch? I mean, Price yeah.
0: three. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Yeah, the tight
1: ends were just kind of nonexistent. No Nehemiah. No yeah. Martinez. Yeah, and the Teeter catch was huge. Like that was one of those fourth downs where I kind of thought we should kick it, and you know that you convert on that. Um, you know what's funny to me is like. Joey, like, obviously, Joey doesn't change. Like, that we were going for these fourth downs in this game, even when we were, like, you know, because Ole Miss was turning it over to us so many times. You almost felt like, get the points. Like, this was a free possession. Get the points. Like, that's not (laughs) what he does. And then you watch the national championship game, and what, TCU's down 17-7 on um, Georgia's side of the field and punts. And, like, it was in that moment, I was like, I'm so glad. So, like, I know we're not in the national championship game, you know, but I'm so glad we have, like, Joey's not putting in that situation. Like, there's no way. And, like, it's just, I don't know, it's it's, it's nice it's that, just, I mean, yeah. that has, like, this is what we do. And, like, we've talked about texting-wise, that may change as we get more talent, but it's nice to know that, like, there's at least a plan behind that.
0: Like, I, yeah, I, because... It, I,
1: Hunter I like the way Hunter worded it. I couldn't remember exactly <laughs> how you worded it in that text the other day. Like we finally have a guy who goes for you know who goes for it or something. But it was I mean, that's exactly what it is. Like we've we found the you know the guy who's who's willing to take those risks, who's willing to go not by his gut, but go by what, what the numbers say. Like it's and it's just awesome.
2: Yeah, and it's I, it's still just shocking to me, yeah. I would have never guessed that Maguire would be the way the way he is. I mean, he he coaches like that, like he's like some you know thirty really really young guy that never played a down of football. That was yeah. like, that like through like a front office, exactly, exactly, yeah. like some guy who just um, you know isn't old school. He, that's what's so you know great about him is he's got all the like the the old school like old ball coach thing that you you want to have a little bit of. He's got all of that like, like in spades. But then he's got this other side of him that's it's what you want, like what you actually want too, which is like the nerd. The yeah. nerd who's like trying to push the right button. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, very it's okay. cutting edge.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and honestly, that's like he gives a lot of credit for rule. And that's where he learned that kind of like I'm also glad he coached under rule because rule's that way. You know, like I don't Yeah. It's it's like I, I don't really like to give Baylor any credit, but you know, he, like that is the way, the reason that he's like this. He said it on multiple occasions. Like he wasn't a real big believer in all the going for on fourth downs, and he saw what it did for Baylor, and so that's why he does it now. Um, and that's and that's really I mean, for any good football coach, the best football coaches
0: are just going to find what everybody else does well, and they're just going to take it and repurpose it for themselves. That's, that's that's all you got to do to be a great football coach. Yes. Well, not all, but but you but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. you just got to find you just got you just say hey, this really works, and then you yeah. just adapt it and you start using it. That's all. It, that's all it is.
1: Yeah, copying what other people do well, making it your own. Yes. Yeah. There. That, that's that's and he he seems to. I mean, just look at our sideline. Like we've got all kinds of bits going on from random stuff like from movies, from things he picked up at other stops. Like, our sideline is, is chaos, but it, it all it all works together, whatever it is. I mean, and I didn't even want to touch on this. It's just adding to, like, I'm glad Joey McGuire is our head coach. Like, how many times does it happen after the game where Kiffin comes out and says that our guy said a racial slur and spit on their guy, whatever, and we just kind of, like, take it. Like, we're just, like, don't respond. Like, just kind of let it happen to us. And Joey's like, nope. no. I to mean, basically, say that was a lie. Like, I, that's awesome too. Like, I I'm glad that that happened.
0: Just like hitting every button the right way. Yes, is is the easiest way to say it so far in the in the Joey experience.
1: Yeah, and hey, I guess we can get into that here in a second with the uh, with the receiver. You know, with Emma Jones going to OU, and then you have a replacement like lined up immediately. Um, like, it's not just. In game, it's not just post game, it's, it's like staff wise. Um, so yeah, we can get into that if we don't be anything else. Y'all,
2: I mean, to... the bigger to me, what, what would you rate as like more important or more impactful us losing Emma Jones and hiring somebody else or getting the Austin P transfer? Like, what's more impactful for next year? Dre McCray, I mean, I yeah. losing it, like to me, that's so much more. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. more of an on-field performance than losing Emmett Jones, Yes. position coach. Agreed. Who cares? Significantly.
1: Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, if if y'all are done with the bowl game stuff, I figure we can just kind of go through random tech athletic things that have happened since. Like, I you mentioned Dre McCray, um, the Austin P transfer, several yeah, transfer I mean, additions, but,
2: but like, well, yeah, I mean, to, I mean, to, to, to me, me that's P. Huge. Yeah, he he's huge pickup. I mean, it's exactly it's exactly what we needed. Number one, I get a I bet FCS football more than I do Division one, and I get like a, a list of guys to that impact the spread. And it's not a long list. And there's two receiver. There's only two receivers on there, and one was the guy that we offered who went to Arkansas from AM Commerce, and the other one is McCray. So I mean, he. Somebody that wins a lot of money betting FCS thought he was important enough to be like, if he's out, don't bet Austin Pete if you like him or he impacts the spread. He's, I mean he, he has a he ran a 10 three, three meter dash lays like in a track event right And um, he had the most um, missed tackles per PFF of any FCS receiver. So arguably the most elusive receiver and, and then literally a, you know one of the fastest guys in the country. Because those things don't always go hand in hand. <laughs> like we No, exactly. One of them. exactly. No, that's a great, good point. Um, I mean, he's, he's going to be a factor, and we can. Any he, he does a lot of things. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we are. You know, those sweet those. We're going to be handing the ball to him. We're going to be using him in all kinds of ways.
0: To to me, he's. You probably treat him a little bit like like uh, Cliff treated Kiki Cootie in 20, uh, 2017, Or I guess that was twenty. Was actually about hmm. um, I, th- I think probably pretty similar to that year where like you hand it off to it, you run all sorts of trick plays for it. You're just trying to figure out any way you can manufacture to get him the ball.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I was thinking Jakeen. Yeah, because yeah,
0: he's, he's really, really
2: little. Mean, yeah,
0: yeah. He's, he's yeah. smaller than than Kiki. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing to me is. Uh, Whenever they played Bama, he I think he almost had 100 yards against Alabama, and then to Nick Saban specifically mentioned him after the game as like a difference making player, like one of the best that they were going to see all year. His that should tell you like what people think of
1: his stats against FBFT, FBS teams that he played in his time at Austin. People like were awesome. Like it was not a fluke deal against Alabama. Like. Somebody tweeted it after he committed, but I think he played, like, four or five games against FBS schools, and all of his stats were good. Like, he he belonged on the field with those guys. And what's nice about him is he's not a gadget. Like, it's it, this is why it reminded me of Jahkeem. Like, you could scheme ways to get JaKeem the ball that were a little tricky and kind of gadgety, but you could also just throw it to him <laughs> because he, he's he's a good receiver, too. He's not just yeah. a gadget player, and, and you could do the same with JaKeem. Like, I don't think he's... I mean, I, would, I hope he is, but I don't think he's Jakeem-level shifty or fast. Uh, he might be. I mean, fast, I guess he is. He's probably faster, but, you know. Football, I don't know.
2: Uh, <laughs> Jakeem was kind of special. But Well, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, like, I don't think Jakeem would run that, like, lasered time, 100-meter dash, but, like, maybe on, on. The
2: football, on the football field, they're different. But the, the biggest winner is, uh, could be Miles Price, because I know Miles is good. Yes, I don't know what something, you know, he was dinged up and hurt and our offense, like when he was healthy, like our offense was in a terrible slump. And then when he would, when he was, uh, you know, wasn't healthy is when things were clicking. So it just never really, you know, didn't work out for him this year, but I I know he's, I know he can be an effective football player. And I want to see what it looks like when he is like the third option or, you know, when defenses, because I think there were times, especially going into the year Um, where he was probably what you would focus on. Yes, if you were, absolutely. You know, and yes. That, might, that, that may not have been the case later in the year, but I don't think it's going to be the case next year. Yeah. I mean, if you keep Bradley if the and, and and Loic, if they can progress, and then if one of your tight ends – I mean, people guys get better over time. I mean, left yeah. leg like, snaps is a, is a good thing. I mean, um, yeah, there, there's a chance, like, Miles will be like the third or fourth guy that you're worried about. And he'll – He's like, not to mention – we, we haven't even talked about – like I, I want to see the quarterbacks that have better running ability one that, that, that we will have too. That's a factor as well when it mean, a passing he, offense. Yes, I'm shut running for hundred yards every ever game.
1: I mean, since we watched what he did against Kansas, it was like it was it like it was literally eye opening. Like I did not think he had that in it. Like he he is not a like he is a legitimate dual threat quarterback, and I don't think. That is, I think that's still kind of a secret, you know, like I don't think people know that. And that that's a great point that we haven't really mentioned that yet. The fact that he's coming back, what that adds to the offense, how much, I mean, we saw it in the in the, the five game winning streak to end the year, how much easier your life is as a coordinator and as an offense, when you can just say like, Hey, can you go get those three yards? So we can have a fresh that announce? <laughs> like, all right, great. Thank you. Now right, here we go. Well, now let's run what we do. But but he's a dude though. Like
0: he hasn't done this yet. But if if he keeps running like this, he's gonna break one against somebody where he goes for like fifty or sixty. Like yeah. at some point. In like, fact, he, he, in
1: against us. Then,
0: but yeah, in fact, in that Ole Miss game, <laughs> yeah, so fast. If they weren't so fast on defense, if Ole Miss wasn't, he would have scored you know, yeah. against them on that on that play where he broke one out. Yes, they, they just happened to be. Extremely fast.
1: Yeah. So. He
2: also in the last now it's a small body of work, but in the last uh you know, three or four five games, he's taking a ton of hits and gets right back up. Yeah and in the next okay. play it's third and two and we run him in between the tackles and he like tackles the linebacker and he gets right back up. And then it's like a goal line play and he's just getting stuffed and he's you know, like uh, some of those hits he was taking against Ole Miss, he's like didn't phase him at all. So And
1: those were I mean, that's a question. Like nasty.
2: Yeah, that, I mean, that's a question mark that you could have about him, but um, seemingly kind of answering those too.
0: Here's the thing, too, with the offensive line: if they take a step forward next year, like we think, like I think all of us here think they will, unless you know, if you have your because we're talking about transfers. You know, Rusty Stotts comes in; he's now your starting center. Dennis Wilburn slides over to right guard. You have uh, Spencer as your left guard. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see where you are at tackles, but I mean, you've already, in my opinion, significantly upgraded what you had going on this year, uh, next year. And with that, I mean, that's just going to make it even easier for Shuck to to get free and, and get, start
2: running around. Yeah. I one, one thing was last year, we, I, I, there was a, a kind of a theme or something I would read on message boards or we talk about it here. It's like our offensive line can't be worse was kind of a, and it was, but we would be like, well, I, I don't know. You know, we, we don't have a center. All these transfers that we got are busts. I mean, it's very possible they could be worse. And, they, and I think at times they, they were. Yeah. Maybe they, <laughs> there certainly were at times, but I, I think it's you can write it in stone that they can't be worse next year. Like they're, they're going to be, I would, they're going to be, I would guarantee they will be much better. Like yeah. much, much better than they were this year.
1: And it's like anything else. It's like we saw what throwing snaps and talent into our secondary did the past few years with Rayshad and Waters and Willie, like, um, sorry, Dunlap, like even Adrian Fry. Like we, we've seen like what it is to throw good players, experienced players into into a position group, how that improves it. The offensive line is now kind of that, like Jacoby Jackson, those are very valuable snaps this year, you know, um, Uh, Rusty Stotts has played a ton of snaps. Mills. Mills has played, you know, these snaps this year, huge. Dennis Wilburn snaps this year, huge. Kale Cole Reiter's Spencer played,
2: yeah, yes. Cole Spencer has played a ton. Cole, like, Cole Spencer and stats. how do you say his name? Rusty Stotts. I thought it was, was Stotts, but I don't know. I,
1: I, I just started talking. It probably is Stotts. That makes sense.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know, but th- those two guys, they'll be. I think they're like 24, 25. Yeah. Man, yeah. there will be two of the two of the olders and then Wilburn too will be you know, three of the older guys in
0: college football you know what you know what I will say it I was his biggest critic as the year went on Caleb Rogers got better in the last three four games of the year he took a big step forward
1: he was not like well, he was he was not obvious <laughs> which is always a good thing for an offensive line <laughs> yes right. so uh, I, yeah
2: there, there's a lot of momentum for our offense yeah. Yeah, there was really this you know you keep a coordinator which is always good yeah it, there's just quarterback a of, like, you return a quarterback i mean it's just it's um it's a, a ton of them i mean there will be people picking us to be really really good because of because of our offense just because you return kitley and chuck and you have like all these veteran guys that we're talking about
1: That offense so speaking of- bad
2: <laughs> Last oh, year. it was bad. <laughs> well, let's say this. Through it through was worse first, than, our, than our defense. Yes. Through, yeah. the, first, through the first eight games,
0: actually, I'll, I'll say in particular the first six, seven games, it was a terrible offense. The
2: reason you lost. What would you guess? So this is season long, and this is like the Ken Palm equivalent. So it's a per-possession... It's 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 like an offense's value per possession, and it's weighted by the teams you play, the defenses you play. Where, where would you guess our offense finished in the country?
1: They're not Big Twelve in the country. I um, it's around the eighties. Oh, I, I think I think
0: with how we did down the stretch, I would oh, say yeah. like that like fortieth, forty fifth,
2: yeah, forty seventh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That was way. That is uh, a below average tech offense yes. for, for comparison. I mean, it's uh, better than um, you know a, a Gibbs offense. Better than a, about the same as like a late Cliff offense when Aaron. we were just quarterback issues. But where would you guess that the defense finished in that same? Top thirty. Yeah. Yeah, I to say thirty, maybe thirty. 20, or... yeah, Twenty-sixth, which is okay the best it's been since 2009. And it felt, and it felt that, that way Yeah, the season. Yeah. yeah. And this takes out, like, um, you know, you don't get punished when you play Ole Miss, the top five offense, and they have 16 possessions against you. You know what I mean? So it, it helps to kind of, like, balance some of that out. And that, and that's why, because people will be like, well, you know, our last two games, we, we gave up, like, a what, like 1,200 yards and in, uh, in a lot of points? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that's... Yeah, I mean, OU's offense was a top 30 offense, so. Yeah. Um, and they were, cl- that was as good as that offense was all year when we yes. played OU. Yes. yes. That, Did was you also, that, that was the best they played. Did you also know that he
0: finished, Gabriel finished as like the second best quarterback in the country according to BFF this year? He was like top top two or
2: three. That's, that's just that, that's that freaking Bryles offense, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Somehow just like.
0: It's so easy. It's so easy.
1: <laughs> It is, yeah. I mean, and that's one of those. There's a reason none of those guys go into the league and succeed. Like it is, it is such a learning curve when you run that. When you run that kind of thing, um,
2: I'm so glad we don't have to go to Norman next year. We just yeah. don't we have, have to deal. All- oh, they, yeah. they will be back. I mean, yes. they'll they'll get player. They have good players. Yeah. Can I- they'll be back. We wouldn't. We don't want to play them in Norman. Yeah. I would play UCF and Lubbock.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, rumored. Yeah. I. I don't. I still don't know if Venables is any good, but he signed. Like he signed a good class. He's gotten some good transfers. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, Ben Golan's own Jeff Levy is pretty good at what he does. Um, Hopefully, they don't take Bradley. Yeah. It, it seems like it's trending that he's going to. I think. Stay. I th-
0: also, I, th- I think because you. Which we can talk that for a sec too, but I also think because you took, uh, you signed uh, Justin Johnson as as your that's the name, right? Am I tripping? I just there's, know juice, yeah, a juice, uh, juice or juice. Yeah, uh, you know, bring, bringing him on board, he actually had a pretty good relationship with Jaron Bradley out of high school. I think yeah. I think there's some kind of connection there too. So
1: yeah, and, I and Bradley that. was
0: also loving that up on Instagram.
1: Yeah, Bradley's mom retweeted the. The higher tweet, um, Bradley himself, you know, posted it on Instagram. So read into that as much as you will. Um, but that, I mean, to me, that goes back to you talking about Miles Price. How much, like, Miles Price is a traditional slot receiver who works in space created by other guys. There was no guys creating space this year. But when you have, if you have, you know, Loic and Bradley developing, you have um, McRae taking the top off. Like that's that's, that's
2: the thing. important part, I think. You think if if you're if somebody's worried about getting beat over the top, someone other than Price, to me, it feels like a a recipe for Price getting open underneath, underneath, over the middle, under place. He should, if everybody stays healthy and
1: it works like we think it will, he will have so much more space. Like it'll almost be um, like, oh, I remember this guy. Like this guy's good. Where was this guy last year?
0: (laughs) I also, you know. The other thing too is, is I'm trying to think. You know, is there going to be another one of these young receivers who can also be a speed threat for you downfield next year? That way, it's great having you know one, but you'd love to have two guys that could you could kind of rotate in and out as a speed threat here.
1: Yeah, I mean, heck, Loic, Loic, maybe there were times they looked fast. You know, it's just such a weird. I just don't. I don't know. The offense is weird. Um, you know. um but, I mean, because well, you, the only person you lose from the offense that contributed significant minutes is, for minutes, um, Snap. Sir Roderick. That's it.
2: Running and running back, as much as we love them, as much as we love Sir Roderick, they just don't matter that much.
1: They, they don't. And,
2: and it's really not that they don't matter. It's just that they're so easily replaceable. Yes, there's a bunch and of good it ones. It does matter. I mean, you, can't, you don't want to have bad ones. It's just, it's not that difficult to get – Productive running backs. Yes, yes. It's, it's not receiver, it's not left tackle, or quarterback, or corner, or any of the, these other positions. I mean, you, you just you just aren't going to lose much by losing Sir Roger, It's sure. because there are games over the last two years where he wasn't the best running back we had. Right, he, he was a lot of the times, but he wasn't against Ole Miss. No, he was some guys in the blender against Ole Miss. <laughs> yes, he did. He had some um, that were awesome.
1: Uh, But there's also the if we we think the entire offense, like the running backs will look better next year because the offense would be and and it's not even that's kind of the the product of that position, you know, and
2: that's why. How how much how much dual quarterback there's going to be a lot of it. That is is what we do. I mean, that's kind of a part of it feels like you kind of unlock something.
0: Like like in that ball game, like it looks way different than what you were doing with, with Donovan. But this has much more of a gadgety feel to it. But it was kind of it was kind of cool.
1: It's a, I think it's, it's, it's an thing
2: to do in the it, red zone. There, there is there wasn't a. It's almost just instinctual. Like anytime Morton comes out, I just scream. There's more. I pointed out it's just a anyone. <laughs> Baron Morton's right there at receiver. Baron's <laughs> at tight end. Baron's at running back. You know I mean, everybody just is doing stands the same up break. and it's like, what's about to happen? Yeah. You
1: know, so, something's <laughs> yes. about to happen. Yes. And the de- the defense is doing the same thing. And that's the point. <laughs> like, that's, that's why. Because then you is- just run a – Yeah. Because then you just hand it off on a, on a read. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Um, I was trying to think, any other additions that stand out transfer portal wise? Uh, uh,
0: your two defensive linemen you added, especially? Yes. In- uh, yes, uh, Lipton. Lent, that dude, Lenton. Lenton, I don't know why I said Lipton. Sorry, my my apologies to the Lipton yeah, family. That's iced tea on the brain. Um, but uh, that sounds pretty good. Uh, but but uh, that dude's a dude. Like like he's to me very similar to Miles Cole, but probably a, highly, a little bit higher profile of a player than Miles Cole was when you saw it. sign him last year. Um, the, the biggest thing to me is like you signed two of these guys, and I'm like. You're like three deep at every spot now. And I cannot remember the last time I, I thought that. on on your front on your friend on your defensive line is what I mean. And and at your
1: edge spot. Well, and that's the deal. Like he is a true edge. Like he's not degree
2: yeah, like I don't even think he's Pierre. Um but no. He's a, he's a he's a pass rushing defensive end. Yes. And like a four like a four three type body yes rusher. Yeah, and we you don't have any of those guys, and you and you can never have enough of them. I mean, right. you you right. honestly this you should be. I mean, I'm sure just numbers don't make sense. You just can't find them, can't get them to come. But like you just you take like three of those a year, if yeah. you could more of them, and just roll the dice on yeah. And these pass rushers come in. It's something. I mean, Like I say that. Just, What's his you name? Can never have enough. The.
1: The the Oklahoma kid, um, Smith, Isaac uh,
2: Smith, Isaac yeah. Smith. Like he's another. He's he is that guy too. He's but he, he, he should. I would hope that he. You think he plays that position and and starts over him? I mean, I don't know. It, it'll be. I think I more. would hope so. Right.
1: Yeah, he he. The way he ended the year, you think he has another offseason putting on some weight?
2: No, I'm, I'm saying Linton. Do you, do, would you expect Linton to take oh, that? To me, That's, to me, and not, maybe to not. You,
0: yeah, you
2: bring him in to start, I think. Yeah, you probably hope so. Yes, and yeah. they probably play the same amount of snaps. I'm just saying, like, yeah, you would expect him because because Linton he didn't. I mean, he was a played like you know 40 percent of Syracuse's snaps. So I I don't. It's not probably not fair to, to expect him to just play every down and and yeah. be a oh, conference guy. But I don't think, a guy with that body
1: type, you don't want him out there every down. But I, mean, I think he's got two years of eligibility. Yes, yeah. Syracuse guy, which is kind of not like that was. He's a fifth favorite. year. He's a fifth year
2: player. Oh, fifth I know that. Yeah, wow. fifth year player with two years of eligibility. Mm,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think he went to college that long. But you know what, like.
0: Like, like talking about or, or any of the guys you've added, uh, plus the high school class you added, you added another four or five defensive linemen class again in the high school class. Man, maybe You're, you, you, you are just throwing so many numbers at the defensive line, which we haven't seen Tech do. I, I can't remember the last time a Tech staff did it like this. But the whole point of that is, is think about that old Miss game. What was the biggest reason why that you were – that you won that game, to me, it's your defensive line just straight up like whoop whooped ass on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, that is why you yeah. won that game. And I don't care what anybody says, having an elite – having an elite or just having a really good defensive line who can get after opposing offensive line will cover a multitude of sins for your football team. Oh, and yeah. a lot of times, you ask Clemson football. Clemson is really – the secret sauce to Clemson football being what they are – is that they have freaks on the defensive line. Same thing for Alabama, same thing for LSU, all these teams. It's yeah. because they have freakish front sevens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I am just looking through the roster at the outside linebackers, the, You know, Tyrese position, Smith, who played really well the last few games, Pierre, who had an awesome end to the season. Um, we like, Wooten even had moments like he was out there. He made some plays. I remember, Um, <clears throat> you know, and that was obviously where Bryce Ramirez that, that starting since he stayed was playing well before his horrific injury. Um Yeah. I mean, like that, that's a spot you need dudes and you're adding a dude to it. You know, you hope. <clears throat> so, yeah. And then, like you said, you had um the, you know, I know he's from the four Oh nine, the, I forgot which, which Louisiana school did you go to? Um, Monroe again, right? Was it Monroe? Yeah, and you had another big so, uh, Gaskin. Body. Uh, I can't even remember. Um
0: This is really bad that I don't remember what this guy's name is probably. Getting late. Um but yeah, getting I mean, late. you had
1: another big body on the defensive line. Um, um to kind, kind of kind take of a play. bleedy
2: bleedy replacement, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like kind of which you know.
2: Great. Um Quincy Leda. I think it's I so, think it's yeah. Leday. I do think it's a tell on your your defense when a guy can't play, doesn't think he's going to have a, a big enough opportunity to play in Bleedy, who goes in the portal and, and, by all accounts, was kind, kind of like commanding interest from yeah. other, other programs, NC State, Indiana. No, Indiana's not a powerhouse, but, like, a Big Ten school is taking reserve tech linemen and wanting them and probably – Promising him a significant role on their team, yeah. and I, I don't think that that is something that we've seen in the past. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, the no. reserves are not coveted by anyone.
1: Yeah, no, that 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 is a good point. Um, see, see, I mean, I really like the transfer strategy, and we don't have a ton of spots to work with. I would like to see more transfers, Sagan, but I think we
2: would have. You know, I think we didn't. Yeah. If we weren't just so full up, we would have. Yeah. And and we're not I done think- cutting guys either. No,
1: it's a, yeah, you'll, you'll see more movement, but I, I like it. It seems, I like, it seems opportunistic, which I like, but it's also very strategic. Like you can tell, like, they know what's up, you know, we've said this from the beginning, like they know what they're doing and it's just nice. I think this transfer strategy is another example of the staff seeing the needs and addressing them like immediately going after it, (laughs) which heck, that could lead to like we talked about, Evan Jones leaving. There's a need. We fill it immediately with a guy who we feel is just as good, if not better. Um, better, yeah. And, and, and we're t- t- I mean,
2: we're taking t- him from Baylor is even better too. I mean, yes,
0: yeah. Because, because now on your staff, your head coach, your head of your like your director of recruiting, your director of player personnel, and now your receivers coach were the four best recruiters at Baylor when they were there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Baylor. I think it was a nice story for them, you know. Um, like, oh, it's cool, our our guy Joey getting that head coaching job out, in, out at Texas Tech. I don't think they have that same feeling anymore.
2: <laughs> no, they don't. No, they're, don't they're, they're, they're whenever yeah. they're spam posting his mugshot on their message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you know you, you, that they're right. upset.
1: <laughs> yeah, you you have it on them a little bit for sure. Um, but yeah, um, trying to think of anything else. We should touch on. Uh, um, I, I I just kind of like
0: you know I, let's let's just kind of talk about like next year you know who are some young guys or maybe even guys from the signing class that we think might have an impact on what this this is going to look like next year.
2: And what before you answer that, I think if you I I struggle to come up with someone, and that's a is that not a good thing? Yes, that's exactly where I was going. We, we've yes. we've had this podcast in in the past, like last year, the year before. Where Taylor's rattling off like twelve guys (laughs) who he's like expecting to like emerge, and and I'm like, geez. (laughs) Not not that he's wrong about it, but I'm just like, wow. You're, I mean, like we're not expecting, we're counting on them to emerge. You know, (laughs) never played before. Yeah. If we don't, now we're kind of like having to really be uh, picky about who we can even talk about, just because. I mean, there's not going to be a whole, like it's not like we need an outside corner, some guy to just some transfer, or someone to emerge. It's not like we need any interior defensive lineman. It's not like we yeah. need a quarterback to show up and start playing well. No, I mean <laughs> it's
1: it's basically like we need to find another linebacker. Like I think Rodriguez
2: is Jacob Rodriguez. Yes. Yes, like he's very yes. Young.
1: he's a young guy technically. I mean, if we're going to go there, like he, like him, Cam Valdez. The, it's guys that we saw already. It's Cam Valdez. It's Jacob Rodriguez. It's um oh, I, We I say it wrong every time. Monroe Mills. Ray. A Dateray Ray to a Here's the thing. He is the only guy freshman who contributed this
0: season. At it's all, like, really?
2: Yeah. It, it, like, the legend, the legendary Coy Eakin.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> legendary
2: Coy Eakin
1: who we heard so much about. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't think there's anybody in the signing class that would that we're expecting to make any kind of impact. I, I could be wrong. I'd like the
2: <laughs> be as the a snaps backup against Ole Miss, and we we missed him. Chuck Sh- missed
1: him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I mean,
0: to me, like because uh, I, I pulled up the class, like the guys to me who have a chance, maybe they might get some snaps. I don't you have like a starter or anything here. We talked about Dylan Spencer. On your defensive line, maybe you know him in the rotation. Justin Horn, maybe, I, and I'd be curious to see where he's going to end up, position wise. Um, Mike Bingle, if he's healthy, you know, we'll see on that one. But you know, that, nobody. I agree, and that's one that's going to be like a, a a day one like player or, or, or starter. Maybe I, there is one. There's one offensive player that I think people haven't talked enough about: uh, Kelby Valson. He is a really, really, really good player and he kind of does a lot of what he's kind of a game breaker kind of kind of guy. Now he's a true freshman and it's really, really hard for a true freshmen to break out as break into the rotation as
1: receivers, but that would probably be if any good. position group though, I mean that's the one where you
2: another would... another spot the, I think the, the biggest role on the team that's open is the the muddy waters um spot. And I don't know if that'll be the San Diego State transfer. Could still so he's going to play he's that. Right? He's right. going to play yeah. that. But he's a different kind of player too. So it, that'll be that's like the most intriguing. It'll be it's just, it's kind of a a you uh, know not a very interesting like off season in that in that regard to me just because there's not yeah. a whole of like who's going to play this spot who's going to be, other than that position to me. And, yeah. and, it, and, and it's an important one because it like if. If the uh, DeRooter goes, like, he could go like a pure cover guy. Like, Muddy was a very versatile guy. You know, yeah. he just a ton around the line of scrimmage, and he, and he rushed the passer, too. Yes. He, I don't think you can – there's just nobody like him. You know, yeah, so – Yeah.
1: I don't think you – I think you change the position. Yeah. Because uh, you're right. I don't think you find a guy who can do what Muddy does, which – I don't know. I don't know how, how we should feel. About.
2: And that, it may not, as much as I love Muddy, it may not be the worst thing in the world. Like if you have a guy who's a, who is a legitimate cover guy in that spot, because that was Muddy's maybe only, that was something he was somewhat weak at. Like right. you didn't really want him covering a dream McRae down the field. No. Yeah. But so if you, if you have somebody who can really, really cover there and it doesn't impact, you know, defending the run or rushing the passer, um, you know, tremendously, because I think it will, you know, not having money is going to change some things, but yeah, I, I, that could be a net positive. Just yeah. being able to defend the past. Mm-hmm. It, it just might look different.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that's, yeah, that's probably a big one is do we have a money replacement? And if we money. don't, how is the defense different?
2: Like, are we playing? Who's the, who's the money's run. money's money. run defense grade on PFF was at
1: point oh, I, I can't even imagine.
2: 90.3. 90. 90. It's okay. Let's <laughs> compare that to uh, Reggie Pearson. 42.7. Incredible.
1: Absolutely.
2: 42.7. <laughs> wow. Because was it a – is it Landon Hullaby,
1: who they were really high on, who, like, had surgery yes. and had surgery again? Yes. Like, he's a guy out to me. You could put in that spot, but it's – like you said, Hunter, right, it's a cover guy now. Like, that – the Defense just looks different, um, so it'll be interesting to see how they do that. It, like the second linebacker, like it, I know they're really high, probably like Taikana or Kana. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know who's, but I, 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 I
0: think it, it probably ends up being Baskerville who gets that spot, whatever that role looks like. That's probably where he ends up. But I would be curious if one of these freshmen, like I said. If maybe Horn or Dingle, if you, if you think maybe he's going to be fast enough, I think he kind of can play that role. Or maybe, I know they talked about Sanford as more of a true corner, but maybe, yep. you know, there's kind of a weird spot where you just kind of have a void, and to me, that's really your only true void, which is crazy, crazy to say going into yeah. the off season.
1: Yes. I, I, I'm i worried about Linebacker, but I was worried about Linebacker going in this year and freaking – uh um Kosi Eldridge played like a man possessed all season, so maybe I shouldn't worry about it. Um yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. It feels good to be in this position like where we're so excited to talk football in January. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's, yeah. it's 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 gonna be a long offseason. It is because <laughs> I'm gonna be so like, I just wanted to get here.
2: <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping because there's another window where you can transfer you can enter the portal yeah is it after spring yes it's in may i think (laughs) yes i'm hoping we i'm hoping we cut about 15 20 guys (laughs) (laughs) i'm hoping we cut enough guys to where we can add another like five transfers right that would be that would be ideal
1: yes and Heck, I'm at the point where if if that needs to be done I feel like this staff will do it they'll figure it out they'll figure out a way um yeah. even if and they with, have to they have to bring I, in I I, and like
2: do the I, I don't the know if it's I don't know if it's public or not but with the sincere Massey leaving uh kind of getting processed or whatever like that that is like uh, that I love that development because it shows that we're gonna cut guys early like if you miss on guys, you get them out. Right. You know? So that's what you do. Like, that's how you can take eight defensive linemen in a class. Right. Because three or bust, they're gone. And then you just bring in a transfer.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You figure it out early, <laughs> whatever it is. Figure it out yeah. if they're good, if they're bad, whatever. Figure it out. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Any, any, <laughs> We got five minutes um, on Zoom. Just uh, eager to see
0: if we ever finally get a Big Twelve schedule. It feels like at this point on um, September first, they're just going
1: to be like, "Surprise! Here's who you're playing this year." <laughs> yeah, that will be that'll be good good podcasting material. Um, and uh, it's just
0: because it feels like, even though it sounds like you're probably not going to have to play OU or Oklahoma State next year, I, I think people. I, I think this schedule will be equally as tough as last year's. It's not harder.
1: Oh, I don't, yeah. Oregon being on the schedule is is worse than NC State last year. Um, yeah, I'm not. Like, weird, weird texting about it the other but
2: day. That's it's going to be, be fun, fun, though.
1: Game. Yes.
0: That might be a game. I'm going to be there. I'm going. Like, well, yeah, it's – well, Week two is traditionally one of the weakest, like, game weeks of the year because usually everybody plays – Directional school of wine that week. Yeah. So I would think as long as we don't blow it week one, same thing for Oregon. Problem, and here's the other thing. We didn't talk about this either. We are getting already like kind of like all this sneaky preseason, like 20 to 25 preseason rank clubs. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: another weird thing. <laughs> like we're kind of relevant. When did that happen?
0: Yeah, I think I think it's that you beat OU. I think it's that you beat a pretty good Ole Miss team in a high-profile, like, late-night bowl game that everybody's watching, more than likely. And so I think that probably has a lot to do with it. But, I mean, shoot, man, you, you win four games in a year to end, four games in a row to end the year, and you beat OU and Ole Miss, and people are going to pay attention.
1: Yeah, and that's something we just haven't experienced, you know, finishing a season like that. Um yeah, yeah. Um. That would be awesome. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be an awesome game. Um, because Oregon is cleaning up in the transfer portal too. Like they're gonna be good.
2: <laughs> it seems like every every guy, every other guy. Good thing it. we're not playing uh, Dre McCray. Because yeah. I mean I he, that was possible. He, that was very possible that he was gonna go there.
1: Yep. Yeah. That was a big recruiting win. Um, so we got not much time left. Any quick thoughts basketball wise? You know, people are gonna want it. Other than, it sucks none for me <laughs> it
2: will yeah just uh,
1: yeesh is what yeah. I would say
2: yeah that that
1: pretty much sums it up
2: It's it sucks to be short not very long not as fast not as old like <laughs> compared to last year I mean we're just so yeah. much shorter, <laughs> much slower not very long and much younger it just sucks yeah,
1: and we can't I'm shoot. Start, I'm starting to think: Did we get lucky, like with Adonis? Like, was that a was that a
2: recruiting hit and a eval hit, or was that just luck? Like,
1: just
2: or just like, smart, just taking like 24 year old six 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 seven guys?
1: Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Dancing uh, with the girl that brought you. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the football team is much more fun to talk about for sure. But that's all I got. Y'all good.
0: I'm good. Excited for, like I said, it's going to be a long, long nine months, potable. but there's a lot to talk about between now and football season.
2: Nerd, uh, we'll figure it out. out good? I'm good. All right. you are a baby tech nerd. But
0: you walked into the spot.
1: From here is about a ball. Nerd out of